G'day legends, I'm Kat John. Welcome to the Real Raw Relatable Podcast. I'm an authenticity coach and keynote speaker who is here to help you powerfully manage the thoughts in your head so you can listen to your heart and focus on what matters. I'll be sharing how to do this through real guidance, raw truths and relatable stories. Hey treasures, welcome back to the podcast. I'm taking a break from writing my book and I'm recording this podcast. Um, oh, I've just done a further pass of a structural edit. So basically I handed in my <clears throat> manuscript at the end of October. Uh, the Penguin editors did a structural edit. Then they sent it back to me for all of Jan to respond to their edits. And because I added in like quite amount, quite an amount more juice, um, they did a second structure, uh, another structure, a restructure. And for, um, yeah, it's landed. Um, so I'm just reading through it then and the epilogue just, which is the part at the end, it's kind of like our fiction, nonfiction. I still don't know what that is. There's a prologue and an epilogue and now I know that the epilogue is at the end but I still don't know the difference between fiction and nonfiction. Neither does my beautiful friend Nova because we laughed about it on our <laughs> on one of our walks. So if you're listening to this, Nova, um, hopefully one day we'll be able to tell each other. But, yeah, the epilogue, oh, man, it's – I'm really excited. I'm really – I'm actually just really excited and if fucking no one buys the book, like I almost don't give a fuck because just writing this and the process and the way that it's come out and the creative beauty of it has – has it's actually exquisite. Um, but, of course, you know, I want you to buy the book <laughs> and that would be amazing. But um, that's just going to be the bonus. That's going to be all the cherries on top of the cake. Anyway, um, speaking of that, actually it's funny, you know, that I got a um, – I did a podcast ages ago uh, with Bambi Media and they were talking about – they were interviewing me and she sent me this snippet where I was talking about the very first podcast that I recorded and um, how I recorded it nine times, not a fucking joke. So you may have heard from Brene Brown. I'm pretty sure it was her very first episode of her podcast, maybe one of the first anyway, called FFT's First Fucking Time. Um, I thought about that when I when she sent me the snippet because when I first recorded that podcast, it was my first fucking time. It was my FFT to research uh, microphones and I don't even think it was video. Podcasts weren't like a video thing back then. Um, so it was, you know, looking at microphones and software and what program am I going to use and what am I going to call it and, you know, I was in the period of an FFT uh, and when I recorded it, I, I promise I did, I recorded it nine times. I'd get like seven minutes in I'd be like, nah. And I'd go back to the very start and I'd record it and it would probably be like, I don't know, 13 minutes in and I would go nut and I'd literally go back to the start. So I would record over what I'd already recorded over. I did that nine times and I was just like, cat fucking John, if you delete this one more time, I'm going to delete you. I'm going to delete you. 
And that's when I just had to say, fuck it. You know, I had to give less fucks and no fucks to the, the, the story in my head that was saying this has to be perfect, this has to be right. Oh, no, your voice sounded like that. Oh, no, you paused too long there. Oh, no, 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 you know. Uh, I had to give zero fucks to that and just go, oh, my gosh, your podcast is called Real, <laughs> Raw, Relatable, you ning nong. It's not called squeaky fucking perfect clean, is it? No. <laughs> It's real, raw, relatable. So would you just record it? So I remember being up in my room for so long recording that, but it was an FFT, you know, no different to when I first started writing my book. It was an FFT and it was like, holy shit, holy shit, what do I do with this? Um, how am I going to approach this? You know, I first started at chapter one. Eh. And my, I don't know, I shared about this already in one of my other episodes, but my little hands were literally just like stuck in the air and couldn't put anything onto the keyboard. And it was like, okay, cool. This is my first fucking time writing a book and I'm going to need some help. I'm going to need some support here. And that's when I reached out to my friend who told me about a thousand words a day and just write out whatever you want to write out. And it was giving zero fucks to it having to be starting from the start and going into the middle and going to the end. You can see that I've got this like clearly rigid, you know, rigid part of me that's like has to be done like this, has to be done like that, this perfectionistic mindset. And uh, I needed to to chill the fuck out basically. You know, FFT, when it's the first fucking time you have sex after you have divorced your partner, your husband, your wife. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I think I'm going to be sick. You know, like you're so wanting to have sex but you're like, oh, no, what's it going to be like someone else touching my body? Am I any good at sex? Uh, I haven't had sex for like two years or however long it's been and it's the first fucking time. And it's going to come with a lot of nerves, a lot of story in your head, a lot of uh, – story in your head that's like, okay, well, you better buff up or you better lose weight or you better tighten that or you better shave this uh, or let me Google what to do now or these days when you have just divorced and it's the first time you have sex, you know. And what we tend to do in a first fucking time is we disembody. We go out of our body and we go into our head and not very good place to go but it feels like it's the best place to go and the safest place to go because it's going to think about everything. Think about, okay, what's what's my butt going to look like from this position? So now let me look in the mirror and see what my butt looks like in this position. Let me see what I have to do to make sure my butt looks good from that position, you know, or let me re-record this nine times so it sounds perfect by the however manyth time it comes out finally for people to hear the first episode. <laughs> or let me write this perfectly so everyone knows that I've written this perfectly and I know that I've written it perfectly so that means I've done a really good job at writing this book rather than letting it be like a, a, a messy, chaotic, fucking figuring yourself out moment, you know, where you go and finally have sex and you're like, yeah, cool. 
<laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> that was a little bit weird, but fuck, it was fun. I might do that again. And it's then no longer a first fucking time. You know, I remember when I went on my first date after uh, my uh, boyfriend and I broke up when I was in my 20s and I was, you know, been in with him for six years. So, you know, the first day, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to say? What should I ask him? You know, what are 10 fucking good questions to ask someone? You know, do I have sex with him on the first day? Do I not? Do I drive? Do I whatever, you know? I remember I actually called up the restaurant. He said, oh, we've, I've booked here this time and I'll meet you there. And I remember I called up the restaurant to just, one, make sure that it was open, two, make sure that there was a booking and that it was under his name. Like, oh, so much control, so much control. But I was so nervous and, like I said, I disembodied and went straight to my head and was like, that's the safest place to be because it's going to think of every single scenario and if I'm, a, if I'm prepared, this is what we tell ourselves, if I'm prepared for every single scenario, then I'll be okay. Then I'll be okay. But then what we do is we rob ourselves of, just fucking presence and living life up until the moment you go on the date or I write that book or whatever your first fucking time is, you know. And and this is why, like I'll, I'll always say, this work is so beautiful. It's so beautiful and it's a must and it's, it's, it's an accompaniment to your life because to know when you have disembodied and you've gone into your head and you've gone into stories and you've activated or all the younger selves in you have activated and said, you know, this isn't safe, this isn't good, this is right, this is how you have to behave, la, 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 and inform the mother, the mothership, which is the ego, and the ego just says, yeah, this is how we've got to be, this is what we've got to do, this is what we've got to prepare, prepare for. This is what we say. This is what we don't say. This is how we write. This is not how we don't write. This is how many times we have to record it the first time so to make sure that it's perfect. It's so important because when we can notice ourselves doing that, like I said, we can notice ourselves taking ourselves out of ourselves. We're taking ourselves out of what we intrinsically know to be right, good, and true for that moment. So, for example, with writing this book and the FFT and the ego stories that went alive in my head and, and all the younger selves that were activated um, that <laughs> were just screaming, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do, someone fucking rescue me. You know, or I have to do this perfectly otherwise, you know, because we, we must get it right. Once I realised I was doing that and my fingers were literally doing nothing but just... <laughs> looking at the entire keyboard and it was literally like letters and not even words were coming. It's like, all right, I'm just going to close my eyes for a moment. (sighs) Breathe. Get the fuck back into my body at least a little bit and ask myself what needs to happen in this moment. What needs to happen in this moment? What's, What's my next step? What's my next best step? And I always talk about this. It's, a, it's, it's what I apply to my life. It's what I talk about in my coaching program. It's what I talk about to my clients. What's your next best step? Next best step. Just the one right in front of you. There's the one right in front of you. For me, for the book, it was, all right, I, I have a really good friend who's written a few books and she's just been through this process. And so I am going to call a lifeline. You know those shows where, what was it, call a lifeline or whatever it was. I'm going to pick that option. And so as a result, I got really sound advice 
And then as a result, I could show up to my laptop and to the keyboard and go, fuck yeah, I've got a story to write about. Oh yeah, I've got a tool that I can share. Oh yeah, I've got this that I can say. And then away we go, you know. When I was recording my podcast and I was just like, record, delete, record, delete, record, delete, 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 delete. I was like, this is going to take me forever. And my heart, he said, what I'm doing right now has nothing to do with my heart. This is everything to do with it needs to be perfect. I need everyone to know that it's perfect. I need it to be right on the first fucking go, on the first fucking time. And I stopped. And I closed my eyes and I breathed. And I got back in my body just a little bit. You know, 10% is better than none, right? 10% is better than none. It's like, oh, okay, what I got to do in this moment? What's my next best step? And in that moment is to not give a fuck. And then I literally looked down and I had my notes there and it was like real raw relatable. It was like, oh, give yourself permission, girlfriend, to just speak, to just speak. Speak how you speak and that's it, you know. <laughs> and, and that was my next best step. And so from there on it was like record, here we go. And who is here will be here and who listens will listen and who listens and who goes will listen and go. But so long as I stay true to my heart and true to my message and true to what is right, good and true, uh, feels right, good and true here, then cool. Let's keep cracking that. I mean, look, to be honest, when I used to go on dates, uh, it, took me, it took me a long while to be myself. Um, that, that came with a lot of loaded stories. The area of relationships in my life came with a lot of loaded stories. And so even though it was like I'd, be, I'd, I'd been on multiple dates, uh, when it was always a new person, it was still the first fucking time, you know, and I always felt that I needed to put that version of Cat forward, the really nice one or the listener one or the like, yeah, let me ask you more about you and I will don't have to ask anything about me or let me just give you the impression that I'm, I'm all good and, you know, we don't have to pry into myself, you know. It took me, it took me a while to wrap my head around the stories that were going on in my head and then how I was behaving but when I've noticed the pattern, the pattern of <laughs> I'm the fucking common denominator and not every guy in the world is a great A asshole because I actually dated some really nice guys, you know, really nice guys. Um, but I was attracting them from, you know, my not so cool place, a uh, very unhealed, unlovable place. Um, and so when I noticed that, it was, okay, <laughs> close my eyes, <laughs> take a breath, get back into my body just a little bit more, 10, 20, 15, however many percent more. What do I need in this moment? What's my next best step? For me at that time it was to date myself and then so dating by my dating myself became a first fucking time. So that felt awkward. Going to cafes by myself felt awkward. Oh, my gosh, you're a loser you know, going for long drives by myself. It's like, oh, wow, you know, got no friends, do you, mate? <laughs> but then the more that I did it, it no longer became a first fucking time. But this is the thing. 
and this is what this is what you know I have to keep reminding myself it's what I keep reminding my clients and what I'm going to keep reminding you I don't think we ever get to a point in our life especially when we're on the the path of growth and evolution where we're not going to come into a T intersection of a first fucking time and it's not going to feel uncomfortable And if we can make a bit of peace with that and have acceptance with that, then when we come into that intersection of the first fucking time, then, oh, cool, I know where I'm at right now. This is is new to me. This is new territory to me. So it's going to feel a little bit awkward. It's going to feel a bit uncomfortable. I'm going to have really loud ego stories in my head. I'm going to activate all the younger selves, unhealed selves inside of me that are like, don't do this. And I'm going to need a minute. I'm going to need a minute to observe how I'm behaving, observe that I am disembodied and I'm up in my head because that's where it feels safest. And then close my eyes and take that breath. Come back into my body just a little bit, 10%, 15%, 25% more in your body than in your head is better than none. And ask myself, what's my next best step? What is my next best step in this moment, in this time? And I think, what, yeah, like I said, when we, can, when we can expect that to keep coming, like I said, especially when we're on the path of evolution and growth, we can recognise it a little more quickly as opposed to being in a scenario or a situation where it is the first fucking time and you don't really have the framework around FFT, like I said, not mine, Brene Brown. Um, And, you know, we then can recognise it faster rather than getting frustrated with ourselves, getting annoyed with ourselves, getting annoyed at this new project or new experience or a new situation that's in and then thinking that it's like, nah, it's not good, I don't want to do it. And then you start to pull back from it and resist it. Uh, and then maybe even chuck it away prematurely. Um, wouldn't it be greater to know that you're just you're in a new FFT, FFT, and all right, all right, oh, okay, okay. I'm just going to need a little bit more of me present in this situation. And right now, I've disembodied, I've disembarked. <laughs> I've left the body and I've gone into the head and it's a bad place to be. All right, how am I going to get a little bit more me back? I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to take that breath and I'm going to ask myself, what do I need in this moment? What's my next best step? And that's what I want to offer to you today because it's something that I notice in my life where I'm coming against something new and it's an FFT, no different to when I became a bonus mum. And then when I became a full-time bonus mum and it's like, oh, okay, I'm, I've, I've been a bonus mum part-time, even though it's not part-time because they still ring you and whatever and I'm thinking about them. But now it's full-time and, ooh, all right, this is an FFT, like always people in the house and FFT of me and Steve being a full-time parents together. Uh, how's how's that going to go? Um and like it was difficult, it was hard, but that quick recognition of like, all right, cool, this is a new environment, new situation, everything's new. We're gonna learn. We're learning how to do this. I'm probably gonna tap into my old coping strategies. I'm probably gonna go into my old default, you know, be, 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 ego stories, and then I'm gonna have to be aware of that. 
And then I'm going to have to bring myself back so I have more me present, more you present in this situation that is new and first fucking time. So then you have far better capacity to approach the situation, to approach the new experience, to approach whatever it is that's taking place for you. That is what I want to leave you with today. Thanks, Treasures, for listening to today's episode of The Real, Raw, Relatable Podcast. Today's episode was recorded on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people and I pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. I hope today's episode did resonate with you. If it did, let me know. Send us an email, info at catjohn.com.au. Rate or review the podcast or share it on with someone who you know could do with hearing today's message. Better yet, join the Zero Fucks program. If you want to bring those feelings of self-worth self-love, self-respect back to life. If you want to know your real and genuine self and let them play in this life, then sign up or email us at info at catchon.com.au if you have any questions before signing up. Lots of love and I'll catch you in your beautiful squeaky clean ear balls on Monday. Take care. Peace be with you.